Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Slaw Sports Show. I'm your host, Cole Noble, aka Slaw, and today we're going to be continuing our NFL offseason review and predictions. And a lot of people are uh, really enjoying this series, and I got a lot of positive feedback a bunch of, about a bunch of my reviews. And this time we're going to be focusing on the NFC and AFC South. And before we get started, this week is actually the first week of the NFL preseason. You know, we had the Hall of Fame game last week. That was really exciting to watch. And now it's week one for the preseason, so all the other teams get a chance to show out and see uh, what they're going to look like this coming season. So really excited to see that. And, you know, I'm just excited to talk about it Um, going forward in the next week. You know, after this episode, we got one more review for divisions. And after that, it's all NFL talk and a little bit of baseball talk coming up on the playoffs. And other than that, let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. And we're going to start reviewing the NFC South. To get started, we're going to begin with the Atlanta Falcons, who actually played last week in the Hall of Fame game against the Denver Broncos, but suffered a crushing 14-10 defeat. Denver went down and scored in the final minute to eventually win the game. It was a really exciting game to watch. Uh, the rookies put on a show on both sides for their new coaches. And I think next season the Falcons have one of the best receiving core in the National Football League with Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, and Calvin Ridley. And Julio actually said his goal for next year is 3,000 receiving yards, which is unheard of for a receiver in the NFL. But I think Julio could be the guy to actually do it if he's fully committed to this season with this team. And the offseason, they added Jamon Brown, James Carpenter, and Kajon Barner. And Barner might be the new backup running back for the Falcons with Tevin Coleman leaving. And leaving with him is Bruce Irving, Brian Poole, and Robert Alford. So big names on defense and in the secondary. But the big name, Tevin Coleman leaving, now means that Devontae Freeman is the definite starter in the Falcons. And Barner might, you know, sneak in and get a couple carries here and there next season. And during the draft, they prioritized line with um, drafting two offensive linemen in the first round. And we can understand why. Matt Ryan was sacked a lot last year, and all their big plays came from the outside. They had no big push up the middle on runs up the middle. So big for the Falcons being able to fill that huge need at their offensive line position during the draft. And the Carolina Panthers, the big deal with them this offseason is quarterback Cam Newton. Uh, Last year, he had shoulder problems, which really regressed his mechanics. And this offseason, he had surgery to help repair his shoulder. But he's struggling coming back from the surgery. Uh, They're they're being really cautious with Cam Newton so far in training camp. And the offseason, they added Matt Paradis, Bruce Irving. And they lost quite a bit. They lost Ryan and Matt Khalil, Thomas Davis, Julius Peppers, and uh, wide receiver Devin Funches. And Funches leaving now means that DJ Moore is the number one receiver for Carolina, which is big for Moore going into his uh, sophomore season. And then fantasy-wise, he's a second or third round pick. So really big for DJ Moore becoming a number one pick. If we can snag him third round in fantasy, that's going to be huge. And during the draft, they got Brian Burns and Greg Little, which really addressed big needs for Carolina, and then eventually drafted Will Greer, the quarterback from West Virginia, and he is now the backup QB, and he may even start next season for Carolina if Cam Newton can't come back from his shoulder surgery this offseason. So a lot to look forward to for Carolina to see if Cam Newton's going to be able to come back, and a lot to look forward to for Greer if he could eventually start for Carolina next season. 
And the New Orleans Saints, they suffered a tough loss on a bad call in the playoffs last year to the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game. And that call, which eventually got changed this offseason, um, and we saw a lot of that new change in the Hall of Fame game. So that game was huge for the league going forward. And uh, this offseason, they signed star wide receiver Michael Thomas to a five-year, $100 million extension, making him the highest-paid receiver in the league. But we may see that change with Julio Jones' extension coming up soon, maybe this offseason or next offseason, whenever they get that done. And they also added Latavius Murray and Jared Cook, which is this huge for their offense, already with Drew Brees, Thomas, and Kamara. And then they added Malcolm Brown. And then they re-signed Teddy Bridgewater, their backup QB, and their kicker Will Lutz to new contracts. And their big losses were Mark Ingram and Ben Watson. But uh, Murray and Cook uh, kind of fills that need. And during the draft, they only had five picks after trading uh, multiple picks last year in the draft. So not that many picks this year. They really focus on depth and a lot of their positions. And their roster is already filled with talent offensively and defensively, so not much needed in the draft. So they just filled up a bunch of depth spots, which is big for the Saints going in. Um, they're, they're a team that already has their eyes on a Super Bowl next year with Drew Brees. So depth players is really going to help out going into a long season. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the three most important news for them are actually departures, which is not good for a team in the offseason. Uh, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson got traded to Philadelphia. Kawan Alexander went to the 49ers. And Adam Humphreys got signed by Tennessee. So not good for Tampa Bay. Also losing Vinny Curry and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who they toyed with as a starter. Um, they failed to re-sign him. And they're moving forward with Jameis Winston as their quarterback and his potential final year with Tampa Bay if he doesn't live up to expectations. We may see Jameis get traded or cut at the end of the year, but to help out with that, they brought in Bruce Arians out of retirement as our new head coach, and then added Brashad Pierman and Shaq Barrett. So we're really, eyes are really on Jameis Winston going in to this year and see if he can stick around with this team going forward. In the draft, they got Devin White, who's one of my favorite players in the draft. And no real confidence in all their other picks besides Devin White. So not a very good draft besides that first round for Tampa Bay. And then going into our rankings, I have the Saints going 14-2. and two, And I think Drew Brees is going to show why he's the number one QB in the National Football League, winning the best record in the NFC. And then at 8-8, eight and eight, I have the Atlanta Falcons, who I think will improve with a fully committed Julio Jones and new offensive coordinator Dirk Cooter. So a lot of good things to look forward to for Falcons fans on offense. And then at 7-9, and nine, I have the Carolina Panthers. And I think Cam Newton's shoulder will cause worries early on. And I don't think Ron Rivera is going to move to Will Greer early on in the season. And so I think Cam's going to start uh, not really 100% at the beginning of the year. And that's really going to make the Panthers struggle early on. And at 6-10, and 10, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers finishing last. I think Bruce Arians is really going to impress in his first year back as a head coach, but I don't think it's going to be enough, and we really got to see Will Winston do enough to keep his job in Tampa Bay going 6-10. and 10. And what does that look like going forward for Tampa Bay? Maybe they end up getting a new QB, trading for one. Maybe I don't think they're going to have that high enough pick to draft one first round. So we're going to have to wait and see what goes on with Tampa Bay after this season. And that pretty much wraps up our NFC South and we're going to switch over to the AFC South.
we're going to start with the Indianapolis Colts, who finished second last year in this division. And the big news for them this offseason and starting up in training camp is Andrew Luck, who's suffering through a calf injury that they compared to Kevin Durant. So really huge for the uh, Colts. And they're being really cautious with Andrew Luck going forward into the preseason. And they had a really uh, questionable offseason, but got a lot of players that they really needed help for in a lot of positions. But they had the most cap space in the NFL and ended up sitting on $70 million, missing uh, some of the big names like Le'Veon Bell. So they weren't really active with all that money and just really questionable. We may see them make a big splash next year. We don't know. But they did get Justin Houston at linebacker, teaming up now with Darius Leonard, who's the uh, defensive rookie of the year from last season. And then they got Devin Funches, who's now a red zone target with Eric Ebron. So that's good for the Colts going down inside the 20. And their big loss really was Matt Slauson, who went off to retire. No one else really lost from the Colts this offseason. And during the draft, they got Rocky Sin, the cornerback at a temple, and wide receiver Paris Campbell, who have tremendous upside going into next season, both of which could eventually be starters for the Colts. Just We don't really know why they sat on so much money. Uh, we know their general manager isn't that aggressive and never usually is during the offseason, but they had all the money and a lot of big names in free agency. So don't really know. Maybe they're going to make a splash next year. We just got to wait and see for that one. And the Houston Texans, they didn't do much to add protection for uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson, who is the most sacked QB by far. But they did add help to the secondary after losing Tyron Matthew and Kareem Jackson by adding Bradley Roby and Berean Bodie Calhoun and Deshaun Gibson. They did add Matt Khalil to their offensive line, but it was very late in free agency, and he's in the decline in his career, so it's not that much help up front for the Houston. And then during the draft, they got Titus Howard, um, another offensive lineman, but it's really hard to argue if Houston is actually going to be better this year than they were last year, and winning the division, and really question marks with uh, Jadavion Clowney on the edge. Is he going to be there long term? We just got to, you know, to see what the Texans really, what their plan is going forward. And the Tennessee Titans, they added Cameron Wake, Adam Humphreys, uh, quarterback Ryan Tannehill that they traded from the Dolphins, uh, Kenny Vaccaro re-signs, and then they got Roger Staffold, which fills a big need in their offensive line. And they lost Brian Arakpo, who went to um, retire, and Josh Klein. So a pretty good uh, offseason overall for the Tennessee Titans. And during the draft, they got Jeffrey Simmons, first round, who's a huge uh, prospect, but he is coming off a torn ACL, and he will sit out his first year. But after that, he's a huge prospect, and we're going to have to wait to see him next year and how good he does for Tennessee. And then they added A.J. Brown, uh, the wide receiver, and that just adds uh, much-needed wide receiver help with Adam Humphreys for Tennessee, who were really lacking at that position last year offensively. So a good offseason for Tennessee. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars added Nick Foles, the Super Bowl MVP from a couple years back, signing him to a huge $22 million a year contract. So a big contract for Nick Foles. We're going to see how well he lives up to that deal. And then they got Chris Conley and Jake Ryan. And then they lost Blake Bortles, Carlos Hyde, Malik Jackson, Deshaun Gibson, and Dante Moncrief. So a lot of big losses for Jacksonville. And we really want to see how running back Leonard Fournette is going to hold up next season. If he can stay out of trouble and stay healthy, that would be big for Jacksonville going forward. 
And then in the draft, they got Josh Allen, who's a no-brainer at uh, the seventh pick, and then Jawan Taylor. So those two players alone made the draft a success for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but the other picks after them were really kind of a head-scratcher for that going forward. And then for the rankings, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning the division at 10-6, and six, getting the third seed in the AFC. If luck's healthy, this could be a scary team. Um, so just really want to see how that goes forward this preseason and uh, if Andrew Luck's going to be able to hold up for the whole year. And it's going to be a really scary team with all the playmakers they got on offense. And at 9-7, and seven, getting a wild card spot, I got the Houston Texans. I think they're going to have high upside and even a chance to take this division with quarterback Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt leading the defense. And then just, they got a lot of um, talent all around as well. So that might be a team we see sneaking up here and taking the number one spot. And then at 8-8, eight and eight, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Nick Foles is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, you know, they said he wouldn't live up to that huge contract he got, but I think he will. But I think the lack of weapons offensively will cause problems for Nick Foles. And the big question, like we said with Fournette, is he going to be able to stay out of trouble and stay healthy next season? That's really going to be a question going forward for Jacksonville. And then at 4-12, and 12, I had the Tennessee Titans. And I think this might be Marcus Mariota on his way out this season. So look out for Tennessee drafting a QB next year with a really high pick. We may see a guy like Jake Fromm or Justin Herbert going in and taking over for Tennessee next year. Or they might end up trading um, Mariota away and trading for a new quarterback that's already got some potential in the NFL. We're just going to have to wait and see for that. And that wraps up our AFC and NFC South rankings and predictions. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Give it a like and just subscribe for more episodes going forward and check out all the other episodes if you haven't already and just thank y'all for listening and i'll see you guys next time